0: Hey everybody,
1: and
0: we're back. We're back, Shad. <laughs> How's it going?
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: it's going. It's uh, digging into the archives here and reliving a little bit of history. It's uh, six funny. weeks to Ure, but we're gonna talk about Ure from twenty twenty two,
2: and that is how you say it.
0: Ure, <laughs> or no, yeah. not Oure or Ua. Ure, Ure.
2: That's how. That's what I say. Um,
0: All right, guys. Well, let's let's get into it. So, yeah, on this one, we're just gonna relive twenty twenty two, which uh, which I ran the race myself, uh, crewed by my son Shad and my my wife Jory.
2: What what? Yeah, that's is this is kind of your normal crew team, like when we float around and Shad can make it. It's uh, Shad and I who kind of. You know, yeah. Lift you up and make you a better runner. Yeah. It, it was a lift up.
0: I remember. I remember Leadville and rolling into Twin Lakes and Shad had on his two-inch shorts, showing his thigh tattoos. <laughs> mandatory trail running gear.
2: Wait, I was gonna say that's like a thing. It is. You have to have a thigh tattoo this day and age, right? For sure. Like no, everybody a had a cool jewel. Everybody had a cruel cool jewel. Like I was looking around, I was like, okay, it used to be a stash, and now it's a thigh tattoo. <laughs>
1: You got to get a pie tattoo and then like short shorts.
2: Absolutely. He paid Have all that money.
1: Two inch or too long. Yeah. <laughs>
2: okay. All right. All right. Well, let's get into it.
0: So um, you're a 2022. So the night before the race. Um, well, first off, there's great places to stay in the area. You, you've got to book it well in advance if you want to stay at any hotels in the area. The hotels can be pretty expensive during that time of year. There's some great camping opportunities. Amphitheater, which is a great camping area. Thistledown's another great camping area. But again, you got to get there early, book them well in advance. And there's also a kind of a trailer tent station right behind Felon Park. Uh, 4J's. 4J's, which you can access.
2: That is prime real estate right there if you are gonna be crewing.
0: It is, it's close. Yeah. It's right there.
2: <laughs> close. Your runner runs by that thing multiple times. But there's only 10 campsites. Tent. T- the rest oh, the Ten tent campsites. Yeah, yeah,
1: I mean for the for the last 25 miles, you're like there the whole time. So
2: oh yeah. 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 So it's a nice little like rest your head in between. Yeah. And let me chime in because we've already <laughs> we've already shot ourselves in the foot trying to find places for this year. Um, and, (laughs) and, and, you know, we should have been ahead of our game. Like sad to say, like, if you're looking right now, you may be a little, especially with the amphitheater because those are walk-in only at this point right now, which I don't know. First come first serve is what I should say. So
0: my experience last year, I went out the week before and camped in Eureka just outside of Silverton because I was able to watch, um, and spectate the hard rock Mm -hmm. 2022 with, a friend of mine Justin Youngbloom who traveled with me and we had a great time camped out um eureka campground just outside of Silverton
2: geeked out
0: geeked out <laughs> watched all the pros come through it was a great time definitely recommended if you want to go out there and get some acclimation in spend some time in the area go out a week before watch hard rock ooh and ah get some altitude
2: yeah what you hiked too
0: yeah knocked out a 14er handies
2: yeah with with our
0: Crosby who was Crosby. seven yeah. months maybe?
2: <laughs> Don't recommend.
0: Golden Retriever, seven months old.
2: Unless you have booties because Sweet Bear was hobbling all over for the rest of the weekend. He, was, the he week. was wounded. Yeah. But that's on us.
0: But that's kind of an off-the-cuff recommendation. Mm-hmm. Go out the week before, watch Hard Rock, stay the week, race starts Friday morning, and it's a good time. Camp out hotels are expensive unless you want to go to Montrose. I thought
1: you... Yeah. Yeah. I okay. thought Eureka was a sick campsite. That I just thought Eureka cool. was a great campsite. It was beautiful.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. Smack in the animus fork drainage. Beautiful.
2: Yeah. Right. It like butted up against that mine or, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was super cool. Like history in the making.
0: I mean, the site itself at 10,000 feet. Oh. You're right there at elevation. It's a great place to be. Cool. Um, so uh, yeah, let's get to the race 2022. Oh, yeah, that are A100 mm-hmm. morning start. I kick it off, and well, we the... stayed
2: in Montrose the night before, didn't we? Well, yes, we, did, we stayed correct. in Montrose at a um, <laughs> let's say an older hotel. Um, I ended up buying sheets at Target because <laughs> I could not, <laughs> I couldn't handle the uh level of cleanliness in that place however side note we were in a pet friendly room so i don't know if this was just the standard room um for everyone but our room with pets was not awesome
0: it was pet friendly
2: (laughs) yeah so anyways uh so we stayed in montrose the night before and it was about what a 30 minute drive
0: yeah roughly yeah it wasn't too bad nice and easy
2: yeah, so it was it was it was a good place to stay if um you needed if it was la- it was very last minute like I think we booked it the night before, so I mean it is an option to stay out there or you can stay there's a Holiday Inn but that was like three fifty, yeah not too bad yeah, but... so anyways
0: so yeah um, race starts and there's no crew access for the first twenty seven miles.
2: Correct.
0: So it's quite a bit of time. If you actually look at the course description itself, from where the runner starts to Ironton, you've roughly got, I don't know, 15,000 feet maybe, 27 miles up over Richmond. You've got to go through Chicago Tunnel, Fort Peabody, down through Richmond, over Richmond Pass, and into Ironton. Yeah. So it's quite a distance. It's 27.3 miles.
2: So there's four aid stations before you can get to your crew. There's no drop bags, so you're packing.
0: So let's talk about where Ironton is, though, because I think this is a really important perspective to put on this race because Ironton is roughly halfway between a and Silverton, and you have to travel... Highway five
2: fifty. Oh, it's easy to get to.
0: But that yeah, highway's so... not that. That highway's not exactly the most friendly. Oh, no.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. Yeah, you're 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 kissing that side of that.
0: So why don't you guys yeah. give us some some perspective? Because I I mean I know my driving abilities. I wasn't too nervous on the road, but.
2: Yeah. I mean, Shad, I made you drive, didn't I?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I yeah. drove most of the time. Um, <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. It's definitely you definitely got to pay attention. Uh, when you're taking those turns because there's not much room for air, but.
2: Yeah. I mean, Shad's from Utah. Shad lives in Ogden, Utah. So he's pretty used to driving Canyon after Canyon um, with some elevation. So I let him take the wheel behind our Outback because he drives an Outback and I just, you know, felt a little more comfortable with him doing that. But getting to Ironton um, is easy. I mean, there's nothing really too strenuous about it aside from narrow, single, um, single lane highway going up to it. And it's just right off to the left. Tons of parking, which is nice. Um, You kind of dip in, there's a huge parking parking um, place right there. where kind of everybody makes it their own. And then there's a road that they come in on that we kind of posted up on kind of away from everybody. Um, And it was like party central in that parking lot. And we just kind of, took a right or just stayed on that road and just parked um, on the side of the road off the main road. Um, And there's some people camping there. So we did our best not to interrupt them. But I mean, gosh, we were sitting there for a long time. So we literally just posted up.
0: Yeah, I mean, Ironton area is kind of like a little camping area as well. Um, People kind of just park in there and just pitch tents, trailers, whatever. Um, But, yeah, it was kind of nice when I came into that first crew location that you guys had actually came out a little bit away from where the actual event aid station is to where I was able to see you guys first. And it was pretty unique when I came into that spot to see you guys. You guys had a great setup, and I think we should talk about that setup specifically to Ironton for people that are going to be there because literally from – your raid to ironton's 20 minute drive but you're not going to see their your runner six hours well yeah, seven that, or eight in some cases
2: yeah
0: so i mean let's dig into that setup that you guys had there at ironton because i thought it was pretty sick
2: uh yeah shad do you want me to take it yeah
1: the it? setup. Was, oh i would say yeah the setup was great the key to the whole setup was the bug like the bug net the bug. So
2: yeah. So Um, remind you, I mean, this is, we drove from Minnesota. So we packed our, um, Thule topper. We had the back of the car full of camping gear, essentially. So we had the luxury of bringing all those things with us. And I understand when people fly in, you don't have that. Um, but I would highly recommend like stopping at a Walmart or something, REI or something and getting, we just had a, um, picnic table cover tent that you just use in your standard. It wasn't anything fancy. We just I think we just got it off Amazon or whatever. But um we had that. We propped that thing up and literally it was like the saving grace of that aid station to us and to people walking by because they were like, oh my gosh, the flies are so bad, which is another thing to note. The flies were bad in this area. And I don't know why. It's just what it was but. well hence
0: the importance of the bug net because when I came in the flies were bad and it was actually nice to go on there and zip it down and yeah get refreshed and reset eat some pizza.
2: Yeah we had a we had a table yeah. set up in there like our, <laughs> our <folding laughs> table. We were like four five star dining in there as well. We had a pizza we bought for you. Oh, uh yeah. we had our we had our lawn chairs, we had lanterns set up. Well,
1: where
0: did you get the pizza
1: from?
2: Chad, I'll let you take that one.
1: We got the pizza from uh, Gold Belt Pizza.
2: Which is right on Main Street.
1: Yeah, right on Main Street, yeah. right on the corner. You can't miss it. It's a huge, like, white building. Uh, what was it called again? Gold Belt Pizza. Gold Belt, that's
2: right. Yeah, it was yeah. Good. And we just called, uh, called ahead, and we were, like, frantically. Okay, let's pump the brakes here for a second. Because when we, when we left you, or when you left us at the starting line, Shad and I looked at each other and we were like, "All right, cool. we got like six hours. What are we going to do? Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I mean, we weren't like in any rush to get out of there. And I know some people like went back to the hotel and kind of freshened up and yada, yada, yada. Um, but there is, there is also a coffee shop um, that we didn't know about initially. So we bolted out of there and then we were kind of, right? Did we just kind of linger or did we roll out?
1: I think we hung out for a while. Cause I remember getting pizza was kind of, it's kind of, Oh, rushed. we frantically
2: got pizza. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. And like, we were, we were like, it was like a hurry up and wait kind of thing. And then it's like one of those times when you're so ready, you're late. Yeah. 100%. Right. Shad, didn't we feel like that? Like, we were like, Oh my gosh, we have so much time. And then all of a sudden it was like, well, Oh my gosh, we got to go. And so we like called the pizza place. They whipped together a pizza for us that we knew, um, he would want because by the time he'd get to us it was what noon oh no it was yeah six two hours i don't even ish. i can't remember okay so anyways sorry back to back to ironton um but that's just we grabbed a pizza we grabbed pizza and we had that sitting in there for you um and we just were in the lap of luxury watching people walking by us kind of like oh Oh yeah, that was nice. That's a sick little setup you got going on there. So he came in, we had like all your clothes laid out for you nicely because we had a table. We weren't just out of the you know back of our car. Uh, so I think that the tent, if you have something like that, that just kind of gets you out of the elements of the bugs. And even we had a little um, sprinkle of rain. That's a huge deal for sitting at Ironton. Cause you were going to see that runner three more times. three times total total, what three times total so you're gonna see
0: him you're gonna see him
2: twice so you're hunkered down
0: once coming in off richmond and then there is a counter clockwise loop and a clockwise loop that takes you around gray cooper and corkscrew gulch which are fun it's beautiful up there really is it's nice
2: so you, both ways. You go and do an eight-mile loop, right? Is it eight miles? Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the exact
1: same loop. So you're just, spending 16 miles. Exact same loop, just reverse directions. Yeah.
0: Around Red Mountain, which is, it's beautiful up there. It's
2: awesome. And at this point, it's like sun setting. you come through, or on your second loop, most of, I mean, you were front of the pack-ish. So you Mm -hmm. were in the night, I mean, obviously it was nighttime for you when you were doing that second loop.
0: Yeah, it was getting, it was getting, uh...
2: yeah, because remember I was sitting there and it was beautifully like lit up from stars and Shad, remember I saw Starlight. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. The Elon Musk, like chain of, chain of Satellites. um, satellites and it was awesome. I mean, it looked like Santa Claus going across yeah. the sky. Mm-hmm. And people were just like, what is happening? And people just, like, stopped what they do right watching. But it was so dark up there. It was so cool. You're so high and, like, in just a total different world up there. Anyways, that was just a side note. <laughs> it's just really cool. You're sitting there.
0: Yes, yeah, must be. I mean, I was head down, <laughs> trudging up a mountain.
2: Yeah, With
1: I mean, I would say in general from. Um. So,
0: yeah. So, anyway, leaving.
1: Oh, I would say in general from, like, a crewing perspective. This is probably like one of the most beautiful races I've ever been to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. But leaving Ironton for my first loop, the pizza was fantastic. Had a monster, had some pizza, was feeling fantastic. And I think I ate just a little too much.
2: Yeah, you sat down, you got coffee.
0: Maybe 10 minutes. Got up, got out of there, came back on the second loop, ate a little bit more, and then proceeded to feed some squirrels on that second loop around Red Mountain, which was fine. It was good.
2: He threw up. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> but coming back to Ironton and in that tent with all the bugs, because the bugs got bad.
2: Did you feel them already?
0: running? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? It was rough.
2: Oh, okay. What I mean, kind of, like, mosquitoes?
0: Mosquitoes. I got bit twice. Bees.
2: You bit or stung? On the
0: clockwise loop, that would have been going up Gray Cooper. There was a section where you run through pines. and then... It happened to me at the bear in 2021 where I got bit by bees. And the same thing happened in the pines. Are you around... getting
2: bit or are you getting stung? What are you, are, are you thinking there was?
0: Hey, bit stung, it <laughs> hurt. Anyway.
2: Tomato, tomato. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. So coming into Ironton, the tent, we keep talking about the tent, but it was great. It was fantastic. Left Ironton, headed back over Richmond Pass. And that's... Oh, yeah. And you guys had a little bit of time because that was, that was quite a ways. And that was at night in the dark.
2: So, yeah, we leave Ironton, that nice, comfy, cozy aid station that we could mm-hmm. travel up to Weehawken,
0: where you had to go back through your A,
2: yeah. But I mean, go we had to go Camper
0: Road mm-hmm. to Weehawken,
2: which is let me tell you, people, this is gravel, rocks, dust. This isn't pretty. This is, I mean, we got to the point where we were like, Remember, Shad? We were kind of like, Uh, are we in the right place? And then, like every crew member, it's in the middle of the night, and you come around a corner, and it was like, Yeah, <laughs> oh, thank the Lord,
1: yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, <it's
2: a> tent. <laughs> And you're like, I think this is where we are because it was, it's just so dark. I mean, there's no light pollution anywhere in that town. And especially going up to that aid station, um, which, you know, you just park off to the side of the road. Um, you're, you're pretty spaced out. Like runners are pretty scattered at this point. So you're not all clustered like you usually are and will be in Ironton because everybody just, that's just where you're going to go. That's where you have to go because- that's 27 miles for everybody so mm-hmm. um at weehawken at this point you just park on the side of the road like like we did um
0: it's a very very small trailhead
2: very small and we actually the day before hiked that remember mm-hmm. which is I, I highly recommend um because you kind of get a feel for what your runner is going to do and this is where i paced you
0: yep, which, so
2: I, yep. straight up and down
0: so. yeah so i picked you up at weehawken mm-hmm it was dark, mm-hmm. and the volunteers at Weehawken
2: were crushing it. They crushing were loving, it. loving life.
0: Loving life. They
2: were partying Anthony like Lee there was, was no there. tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Was it Killian? Is it Killian, Killian Korth?
2: Killian Korth was yeah, there, too. He yeah, he just ran Cocodona. Jamming, just to his own drum. Pumping
0: up Weehawken.
2: Mm-hmm. 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 Crushing
0: it. Volunteers were on point. So, yeah, I picked you up. And we proceeded to
2: mosey on up.
0: Mosey on up, Weehawken, which is a relatively short out and back, but it seems like it just went on forever.
2: (laughs) After those switchbacks, you were like, I mean, you could just see you could see headlamps, and then all of a sudden they disappear, and you were like, Yeah, and then you were like, Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. And this is just halfway through the the race, and the first night pacer so I, but i would recommend it i think that's a good spot
2: yeah you get a thrum. runner
0: if you have your pacer there definitely take them up wheel.
1: well that's a, totally
2: doable i'm not a huge runner let me make that clear but that's doable. a pacing
1: only aid station you can't crew there you can only pick up a pacer that's right yeah
2: oh yes that's right that's that's actually very important to make note of you can get you can get there if you're gonna pace but don't get there to to uh to crew lay out your spread for your crew yeah
0: Shad, you crashed out oh, in the car for out a while.
2: while i was asleep it didn't take us that long
1: no
0: it's not, it's not very far out back
2: no yeah you i had to come wake you up after we'd finished i was like we're done well i think you i tried like, to stay uh, up so I shoved you over. To I tried to stay time. up because I was nervous. You
1: guys were like, I mean, it's not that that far. So I was nervous you guys would get back, and I'd be asleep. And that's exactly what happened. So,
2: <laughs> which is fine. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. If your other if your yeah. other crew team needs to take a snooze, that was fine. But then I ended up driving because I was so pumped. We ended, what's the next um, aid station? Crystal yeah, it's edge?
0: Crystal. Yeah, so the next crew loaf for the the runner has to cross over Hayden Pass from Weehawken down Camper up over Hayden to Crystal Lake. And Crystal
1: Lake is beautiful.
0: And that's a beautiful.
1: I mean, yeah, there were photographers out there. Because for
2: a crewer, yeah, I mean, you're literally, it's what it says. Like, it should be like Mirror Lake because those, that landscape against that, reflection of that lake I mean I know we had another job to do was crewing (laughs) Mason but I think we were more in awe of that lake when the sun was coming up oh yeah
1: first thing in the morning there was I mean it was yeah perfect
0: and so a crystal lake for you guys because that was from when I left Jor from pacing me at Weehawken that was probably seven and a half miles you're 60 something miles deep into the race. It, it took a little bit of time it's it's steep going up it flattens out a little bit and then it's steep coming down and the last little bit coming down into Crystal Lake was pretty was pretty rough but the but the bonus is you can you can look pretty strong because it's maybe a quarter mile of flat along the, the dam or the dike, so-called running into Crystal Lake aid station. So you,
2: it's nice. And let me tell you for just what these aid stations have, these things, these, these volunteers and aid stations are fully stocked. I mean, they've got hot stuff. They've got cold stuff. This Crystal Lake, they had a bonfire, they had chairs sitting around. Um, and they were pumping out pancakes bacon, Mm -hmm. like breakfast food. So if you aren't prepared with anything, you know, and your, your runner's kind of sick of eating what you have, this is a really good aid station to, uh, allow your runner to come in, get warm, sit because this was, this was six, seven in the morning, right? Roughly. Yeah. So, I mean, this was a long night for everybody. Um, and, uh, I think you sat, did you sit down for a little bit? I can't remember. You sat, oh, you sat in the chair we brought. Cause you could sit mm-hmm. around the lake. There's a nice trail around this lake. It's not huge. You just park off the side of the road, which again is a little sketchy, but, um, you know, big, big conversion vans and those, you know, sprinter vans were parked off the side of the road, just far enough. I mean, you kind of come in at an angle. There is parking. You're not like parallel parking. You're just kind of pulling in off the side of the road because it's literally like, you pass this on your way to Ironton, um, initially in the, that first segment. So you go right past this this little aid station to get to Ironton. So you kind of are familiar with it. It's that same road. Was it 550? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So yeah. from so from Weehawken back to Crystal Lake, down Camper Road, through Ure, back up 550 to Crystal Lake. 7.12-ish miles for the runner. Elevation, I think it took me three and a half, four hours-ish, just because of the From the climb. Weehawken to Crystal Yeah, it, okay. was, it was stiff.
2: Yeah, you know what? We finished, I think we finished Weehawken. 5 a.m.?
0: Yeah, but what did you guys do in between, between Weehawken and Crystal Lake? Because it, it took me a little bit of time.
2: We went straight yep. to Crystal Lake. Yeah,
1: I fell asleep, asleep out. on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> no, coffee, no coffee shops,
0: no anything like that. No, because Straight it was up. like a,
2: it was like an odd time in the morning. True, it was odd. Yeah, so we were just like, let's get there, because it's. we didn't know how long it was going to take you. And you have to go down that crazy road um, to then dip back into Ure and then dip back out and come back up um, through that windy cliffhanger road. Uh, was that 550 yeah yep. 550 um and then you kind of spit out into crystal lake right there and park and shad just hunkered down in front of the car and laid out and passed out and then i slept in the car and then we just kind of got up and hung out because it's a good spot to like grab a chair and like bring it to the lake itself you're not lugging very far it's probably what 10 yards, shad from where you park to
1: the aid yeah, station it's, it's right close. there
2: so, don't worry if you forget any car. Yeah, it's a really great aid station for um, bringing stuff out of your car. You don't need a wagon, or anything. I think I went back to the car four times for you, which was right there. Um, so bring a yeah, chair, post up. You can even sleep right there. There's a trail that goes around this little tiny lake. Um, so that's cool. Um, and I
0: don't remember the bugs being bad in the morning. Like there was, there wasn't anything like they were at Iron. <laughs> no, no. But beautiful. Mm -hmm. crystal lake was absolutely beautiful
2: yeah i mean there's not much to say you a lot of people this is i will say this is a spot where we saw a lot of dnfers
0: well i think i think in years past like the weather can get as everybody or anybody that has run on the san Juans, the the weather up there can just turn in a hurry
2: because this is 65 almost 66 miles and Hayden,
0: Hayden is no joke. I mean, going up and then back down and, and thinking to yourself, I've got seven. Well, I think it's eight more miles because the next time you see crew from Crystal is back over Hayden's into Felon Park. So you go past and continue down Camp Bird Road before you actually see your crew again. You actually go back to Felon Park.
2: And this is where the light at the end of the tunnel hits. Well, this is where the oh, yeah. coffee. Oh, yeah. For crew? For crew. For crew. For crew. Absolutely. This yeah. is weird. I mean, the runners, you have a whole not- that's another podcast. But when you talk about crew. people dropping it
0: at Crystal, I, I, I can see that. I mean, it's it's the morning. You're sixty something miles deep. You're twenty four hours twenty four hours in, which most people in twenty four hours are wrapping up their hundred miler yeah. for the for the front of the packs and some of the elites. Mm-hmm. Most of all, the elites anyway. True, and they're yeah. yeah. So at that volume of time, people are close to being done or done.
2: Mm-hmm. that's a good point
0: so yeah coming into crystal 65 miles you can feel pretty wrecked um i know i wasn't feeling the best but anyway rally got up got out of there but the weather like i was saying can change in a heartbeat and hayden's can you get to the top and it, it can really turn nasty if there in a heartbeat i think there was one year 2019 i think where half the runners got stuck on one side of hayden and couldn't get across because of the the lightning and the hell and just there was like 40 people that just dropped
2: yeah oh we could we were sitting at felon some of these times and just seeing these clouds it was like a movie Mm -hmm. like these clouds just on these peaks and then you're like oh here it comes and then it would like disappear it wouldn't even get to felon
0: so so crystal lake's a really good crew location Mm -hmm. beautiful views super easy super easy crash out not too far from the car, you're not lugging stuff too far away. So yeah. so Crystal Lake's a, a really diamond in the rust, so to speak.
2: Well it's just one of those aid stations where you're like, Hallelujah, like we're not this mm. is it's not crazy. I mean you're off 550, which people are flying by you. So just be careful backing out of there. That was a nightmare. Remember mm. that Shad? It was almost like a three three person job, like two people like holding traffic both ways and then yep. like, guiding you out. So just be prepared for that back in. That is a, a beautiful thing, but we just were like, burr, burr, in, yeah. nap, sleep. And we were <laughs> wanting to just yeah, I mean, I think, hunker I down. Think we got there All right. Like so, so I had
1: six up. in the morning or something like that. So yeah, just pull in, get out and sleep.
2: Yeah. It was bright.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yep, even I mean I I think bring a chair up to that lake, bring a blanket, lay it down, and you are smooth sailing for taking a snooze. That's a good spot. Cause Hawkins it's just too fast. It's five miles.
0: Yeah, it's quick. Yeah. Two and a half, but it's it's, it's a climb. Yeah, it is. All right. So tool on out of crystal lake, you guys had the opportunity to finally <laughs> take a deep breath and in relief that now you're going to be a felon Park for the remainder of the 20
2: hours. Oh yeah. Like settle in. You're there like, for yeah. Get a while. out your sleeping bags, get out a tent, bring a number, bring your chair, get a book and just
0: make friends. Uh, it
2: is a crewers dream. Oh yes. Get I mean, a real
0: estate agent. You <laughs> might buy
2: a house. <laughs> Seriously.
0: You're going to be there for a while.
2: Yeah, seriously. Go see a movie. Go do something. Um,
0: but it is nice because you can park the car, and the parking around
2: in uh, Park. Let's let's just backtrack on the parking, yeah. right, Chad?
0: Well, I well, remember though once you were settled into a spot, because you're there at the hot springs.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This is what I was trying to say about that. Let me elaborate on that. The parking, there's ample parking yeah, once you find a spot, yeah, that's great. But they, and Shad, correct me or fill me in or fill in where I miss. but they were very like, you'll get a ticket, you're gonna get a ticket. If you're not parked, if you're parked here overnight, you're gonna get a ticket. So I think that is something to make note of when you're crewing this section. Cause I think they want you to be out of that parking lot um, because of, for the patrons of paying money that are going to the hot springs, um, but we think thankfully didn't have any problems with that. I think, I don't know if they were just blowing smoke, but if you just be wary that you may hear yeah, that. Yeah, that's Shad, a, right? Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. Yeah.
1: They warned you if you parked in that parking lot overnight that you'd get a ticket. And I think, I think yeah, in in Fallon, the like yeah. hot spring parking lot, I think I actually got like a warning, um, but never like an actual ticket.
2: Oh yeah. You had your car too. Yeah. We had two cars. That's right.
1: Yeah, because we left my car at mm-hmm. the yeah so i
2: mean that's as i was
1: gonna say we left my car at the hot spring parking lot no yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Yeah. so i think if
0: it, it makes sense i guess if you leave a car there where it's there when i started the race you guys came back the next day and it's still there you might have a warning
2: yeah, but I mean, come on. But
0: I think if you're coming from Crystal Lake, it's
2: a race. At eight or, you know, calm down, officers. I get it. I know, I know, but it's it's two a.m.
0: But it was nice. You guys were there for a while and uh, became intimately friendly with Felon Park.
2: We did. What did we do, Shad? We laid out. We had our dog. So it's a great spot for a dog because there's a track that goes around. There's bathrooms. It's a huge park a fitness center you yeah yeah it's like a baseball field um essentially and you sit in the outfield um and there's a cool track that goes around the whole parameter of this essential baseball field um and we just got we if <laughs> if i was brave enough i would have posted up the tent yeah, 100% and like slept you know because there was there were a couple instances where we got rain
0: well this is where four Js comes into play because Mm -hmm. if you're able to secure a spot you're right there at
1: felon park
2: because we got to felon shad do you remember what time we got there
1: oh i don't know it had to have been i don't know maybe around morning at 10 a.m
2: yeah so this is where this is where we finally like spoke to other people around us and they were like oh yeah there's a coffee shop that's actually open at like 6 a.m and um just to make note it's called uh mojos which for me which was great because it had lattes and um, americanos and all that stuff whereas some of the other quote unquote coffee places were just straight drip so um they just had their black coffee so if you wanted something a little more specialty wise Mojo's off 6th Avenue, main street and 6th Avenue is kind of the place to go because you can kind of get it all there. So they do teas and lattes and, um, specialty drinks. So just side note, if you're sitting around felon, that is where to go. Um, we met a bunch of people here because everyone's just posted up ready to, um, sit and wait for your runner. Right, Shad. I mean, was there? Yeah, we met. What, what else? Oh, say, we e- met a ton of people.
1: We met a few of the fifty-mile participants.
2: Yeah, that's right. Kind of, we were all hunkered down under that little shelter. There's a ton of picnic tables. We actually went um, and got sandwiches, right, um, at one of your favorite sandwich places on Main Street there. In your yeah, yeah.
1: It's called uh, Maggie's Kitchen. It was like I got a black.
2: Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah, it was new.
1: It was uh, I got a black bean burger, so really, really good. Um, yeah, it's like they had a ton of ve- uh vegetarian and vegan options, which was really nice. Really, really nice.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So if you need something hot or even cold, that's kind of the. That was one of the grab and go places that we really liked um, because there's a ton of restaurants to like sit down and really just enjoy your time but it got busy like i don't know if it was other runners but there may have been like you know just visitors to the city in general obviously
0: it almost makes me jealous hearing <laughs> mojos and maggie's mm-hmm. oh we were gels
2: what else are we gotta do we got
0: to do gels are going <laughs> down and coming back up
2: mm. yeah well you know you've learned your lesson
1: um and yeah. then we
2: just kind of sat there we walked and played with the dog. There were other dogs and you just kind of get comfy. There's a ton of, um, a ton. There's two other places along, um, once you get out of Uray right, that are really, um, like hotels, resorts, kind of cabins, um, as you're leaving Uray your right on the left. So those Ridgeway? are- What? Ridgeway? Uh, I think before then, is it Ridgeway? Okay, maybe Ridgeway, but we stopped there and there's like a little um, convenience store. Mm-hmm. You can get your car washed. So another thing to note that this whole area is big into Jeeps. You will see a Jeep Wrangler every other car. You can rent Jeep Wranglers. Um,
0: OHVs, the side-by-sides. Yeah,
2: ton. They're everywhere. So um, that makes the city very busy. So I think that's a huge um, income for the city are these travelers that love doing this everywhere. So,
0: yeah, I think that's kind of nice to point out is if you're into those type of outdoor activities and you're crewing a runner and he's going to, you know, you've got an opportunity to, if you have a mountain bike or I don't know if you have a Jeep or something, you can kind of tool around and check out some sites, which, you know, you guys didn't do, but I think that's. No, but
2: there was a lot of people at Ironton that kind of like, it was like, Tay, you're it. Your turn to go run. And they would like roll out of the aid station just running and, or maybe even heading back down to mm. Erie and just going places around there. So um, I just wasn't interested in that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's totally doable.
1: Yes. Yeah, because you're
0: going to be in Felon Park for a while. I mean, for, for the runner, you've got. Twin Peaks, you come off of there, you got Silver Shield, and then from there, you've got the Chief Ure Mine, and then the Bridge of Heaven.
2: And- Which I will say about Chief Ure Mine, um, it, you can set up your chairs, and this is really cool because they're, they're, a lot of them are running, you can even see them during the daytime, you can set up your, set up your chairs and face the mountainside right there by the San Juans, and um, you can see the runners you you lose the runners as they cross the street and start embarking on that trail to Chief Ure. Um, but as they kind of crest around the side of the mountain you can see them on the trail and it's super cool because you can yell for your runner and it kind of echoes mm-hmm.
0: off you can you can hear yeah it, kind of it echoes
2: off the mountain and you can hear them which I thought was super cool and um, you know everybody had their runner so it was just kind of cheers throughout the day and night and you'd see their headlamps and people passing each other because they go out and they come back. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, because a lot of people didn't notice that. And then all of a sudden you're like, Hey, I, that's our runner. And we would just start yelling. And then it was just kind of a, a moment.
0: <laughs> it's pretty awesome. And I'll, and for me, and we're going back there again here in six weeks, six or seven weeks, the same year. A little more prepared because now we know we're experienced. But if you're if you're gonna go there a few days before, if I would recommend of any type of a shakeout hike, so to speak, or run, go do the chief ure mine out and back.
2: Oh, you don't think that's too hard?
0: It's six miles, but when you get to where you, you punch your bib, you have to cross over. It's like a 200 foot waterfall. Oh. And you're literally crossing the, the stream right at the edge of the waterfall. And it's the most amazing. I think, well, Bridge of Heaven was dark. I couldn't really see much. Fort Peabody's a great view. Richmond's a great view. But there's just something about that Chief Ure mine and that waterfall tucked in the pines the way it is
2: were you there in the
0: daytime yeah oh it's the most beautiful it was it was awesome i think it was the most scenic part of for me anyway so what i'm getting at is if you're going to be there a couple days before and you want to do some sort of a shakeout run if, to do anything go check out Chief Uray. it's awesome it's beautiful
1: yeah it's and fun. i think
0: i didn't know. i didn't know until i ran <laughs> this year i want to i mean okay. bridge, bridge, bridge of heaven is probably more scenic and beautiful but it's it's ten miles. It's five up, five oh, wow. back. It's brutal. I don't think that's something. If you're there a week before the race, go for it. It's not enough,
1: yeah.
0: yeah, but I'm I wouldn't recommend doing that a couple days before the race just because of the elevation. It's five thousand feet, it's ten miles. Mm-hmm. But Chief Your race not that far. It's like three thousand feet. It's a pretty simple
1: hike. But it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Shad, oh. what
2: else did I miss? What else? What else did we talk about in this? Well, I was just
1: going to say, I think it's a, I think it was also like a great idea to go do the chief URA mine hike beforehand. uh, Also to see where the trail actually begins. Uh, Yeah. There was quite a bit of confusion Mm. amongst a lot of runners on where the chief URA mine trail actually Mm -hmm. was.
2: Yeah. Because you go, but they go that way twice. For Bridge of Heaven
1: yeah. and Chief <laughs> Yeah, and I remember name. I thought, because I walked you to the Chief Ure mine trailhead. And then on my way back to Felon Park, I thought <sighs> I sent you on the wrong trail. And so I was in a full sprint back up so you... the Chief Ure mine trailhead. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's, that's, right. Right. that's
2: right. But didn't you also have his a... head? You
0: thought I went up Old Horse Thief.
1: I can't remember, but I was almost certain you were on the right trail. Which well, Kind of splits off right there, so you have to go right to
0: get onto Chief Ure, or you continue kind of off to your left to go up Old road. horse thief down the road. Yeah. So yeah, I mean I could imagine.
2: I think that. And maybe it'll be a little more clear this year, um, less of confusion. But yeah, if you're not running out there with your with your runner, um, or if you don't have your runner doesn't have anyone in front of him, it can get a little confusing because it does. you're kind of like crossing over this like some rocks some grass is it a trailhead is it not a trailhead and then all of a sudden it's like trailhead or trail and then when i remember there were like cars parked on the side
1: of the road right there there was like a big like super lifted jeep that i think was just kind of for show like kind of blocking the trailhead so
2: Well, and that's where they want you to park. Just note to sell for this race. They want you to park on the road. Um, but a lot of people were like, uh, no, we're going to go in here and see what's going on. But if you can find a spot on the road and you feel comfortable, that's like a that's like a no-brainer. You're, you're going to be left alone from any tickets or warning or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just a side note. But yeah, that's a good point, Chad. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, you kind of had to chase after him and go uh, reassure yeah. yourself that he was on the <laughs> Because our runner, our runner, forgot he even had to do Chief Yuri mine. He thought he was already on the bridge of heaven, ready to make yep. his way.
0: Had a goal in mind.
2: Yeah. myself
0: to come under that goal time, and then, and then was our, abruptly reminded
2: by one of his crew staff. Oh no, no, you still have Chief Yuri mine, and it was like, oh.
0: I'm gonna sit here for a
2: minute. <laughs> deflated, yeah. But then you you picked yourself up. You put your boots back on and headed on out. I mean, there's nothing else we could do. We made it this far, why give up? So, um. But.
0: So what else? I mean, waiting, waiting there at Fallon Park. I mean, did you guys? So, so you got the the, the coffee shop, Maggie's Kitchen.
2: Yeah, we grabbed food. We came back and ate it at the picnic tables because there's a ton of picnic tables. Mm-hmm, um, it was mm-hmm. also getting hot. Um, you finished the race just to uh, bring this into perspective. You finished the race at one in the morning. So we had almost the we had like 12 hours at that place. Um if not maybe even like 16 hours sitting you were there for a while. We were there for a while. So we were getting cozy. Um you come through how many times you come through three or four more times into there. So you'll see your runner up a a few times. But uh afternoon ish, um it was getting a little warm. Uh, and people were actually go. You can actually go into the hot springs, and they have popsicles and freezies and ice cream cones and um, bomb pops and stuff like that. So what we did when we knew he was coming in, we ran over there really quickly um, and grabbed a bomb pop or two for like two or two or three bucks or something like that, and had them ready when you came into the aid station. Um, and you know, like every <laughs> crewing adventure you're like yeah look what i got for you this is awesome you're gonna love these and he was like uh, everything's like christmas no no thank you
0: (laughs) you know as a runner you come in and you do things that have these these these
2: awesome ideas yeah like look at i just made you a four course meal with a quesadilla and you know a hummus wrap and look at this ginger ale i got for you and you're like none of this looks delicious Please it's, get it, it out of my face. It's
0: equal to that of I'll have it to coming home legs. from a 12-hour day of work to a six-month-old puppy in your house who just has he's just so excited to see you and has everything for you, and all you want to do is sit down and take a break. Mm-hmm. That's kind of yeah. how your crew is mm-hmm. at this race. You yeah. come in, you just want to sit as a runner, and your crew's got all these gifts.
2: We're so excited to see you because we haven't done anything for a while, and the main reason we're there is for like six minutes of fighting yeah. with you. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> And we're like, all right,
0: see you in about six more hours. So. so any other any other uh conversations with other crews at Felon? Because you're all there for a long time. For the for the runners that are remaining in the race, you're all there for quite a long time.
1: I, I was gonna uh, say I think one of the one but, of the coolest things at Felon Park was there were a lot of people hanging around just to volunteer to pace.
0: Well, that's an unwritten rule. And that's a good point that you bring that up. And this is something that is part of your A100, is if you drop at any point in the race, your responsibility is then to hang out at Felon Park and help Mm -hmm. any other runner pacing, crewing, or doing any of that other stuff for the remainder of their race. So yeah. if you drop, get to Felon Park, get rested, and try to help somebody out. That's just kind of a nice little unwritten rule to the race. And, and and all the runners pretty much respect it. You can, like Shad said, there's everybody shows up at Felon to help everybody out. And I think that's special about the race.
2: Yeah. And they've got bonfires there and they're just sitting waiting, you know, because they're coming in. And the aid station is yeah. hopping. I mean they're kind of up in this um what do you want to call that like a gazebo yeah that's the word i was looking for (laughs) gazebo
0: (laughs) if you've ever watched the youtube video everybody said
2: everybody that's fell in part
0: you're right i know
2: i just couldn't think of
0: charles and chris and those guys Uh, all do a really good job
2: yeah i mean they're flipping burgers meat burgers veggie burgers um it's Hot plates coming out left and right. Anything you can think of. So you're fully stocked there in the sense of like, don't worry about running to there's a grocery store on Main Street. Um, it's tiny, but it had some things like we stocked up on chips, like um baked like just lays for you. We found some more ginger ale. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you mm-hmm. wanted Jolly Ranchers. So there is um just a little I want to say grocery store on Main Street in uray So Um, fear not, they have most of most common things in there. So it's not huge, but, um, that was a big, that was a big help for us on some of those things, but just grabbing and going. Um, but I think that was, I think that's kind of, yeah. I mean, bonfires, people sitting under tents, a lot of people coming in and out of that place. That place is very busy because you have 50 milers,
0: right? Yep. Uh, but this year, this year, the 50 got switched. Oh, a different time. A little bit later in the year. So this year will only be 100 mile, mm.
2: the 100 mile oh, event. Traffic. Okay. But still. Yeah.
0: It's a, it's a great spot. Felon Park is awesome.
2: Oh, and this is where I met Dylan Harris.
0: <laughs> yeah. Lord Iron Ironton. I
2: no, I didn't. No, we met him at the yeah. beginning. Um, because they, he thought his running. He thought his runner, Joe, was off course.
0: Oh, that's right.
2: Yeah, and so we were just chatting with him. Um, him and Caroline and their runner, Joe. Um, the sweetest people in the world. Um, yeah, so we were just, we kind of hung with them and chatted with them in flybys. of Because Joe was top five, so we were kind of... Joe hammered it. it. Joe was crushing it. And Dylan paced him on yeah. Roger Hammond, So
0: And this is my wife who's... Very, very noob to the trail scene, and has no idea who Dylan Harris
2: is. I didn't at the time. Okay? I do now. <laughs> Sorry, Dylan. <laughs> it I, cool. I know it, he. I'm sure he. He probably thought I was some dork because I had no idea who he was. And I'm talking to him about. It. I'm like, oh, my husband loves wearing rabbit, rabbit gear. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if you know what that is. And he was like, in the sweetest, most patient. He was like, yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. And you know, lo and behold, I find out like four days later he's like
0: <laughs> iconically
2: <laughs> that's all he deals with his rabbit here. was good. Oh, whatever. I don't care. I mean, sorry, Dylan. You're the you're so nice and you're so kind and weren't like showboaty and sweet Caroline.
0: And the clapping and the the thumbs up and the and yeah, seeing that at Ironton and, and Dylan just everybody, the spectators. Mm-hmm. The other crew, the aid station, the volunteers, man, it was,
2: that's fun. it was awesome. It's great. I mean, it's, it's probably a crewer's dream. Aside from Weehawken, that's really the only, um, I want to say sketchy, just where you're like, oh, this road sucks. And it's not super wide. Um, you know, can't
0: Bird, but the yeah. Weehawken volunteers <laughs>
2: They were weehawking.
0: <laughs> they were going at it.
2: It
0: was good. Yeah.
2: So um, I think that's kind of it. I mean, bring a tent, get comfy at Crystal Lake. Um, and again, yeah, this so is the, all off your running ability. You came in what place?
0: 14th. 14th.
2: So we were we were moving. 42 into hours. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, this is all based off timing of what you did. I know some runners are you know, while you finished, some people were just starting, um, chief Yuri mine. So they had some time left, you know? So, um, again, this is just all the experience we had off timing of your race. So, um,
0: yeah, I think some key takeaways from this is, um, so, so one being the, some sort of bug tent or or something like that at Ironton if you're up there camping or if you want to buy something mm-hmm. there that's fairly cheap and disposable. It's a good idea. Uh, be cautious of of Highway Five Fifty. I if you've never driven it before, um, it'll it'll make you a little nervous. So just just be just be wary. It's uh it's not that bad, but uh, I think maybe if the weather turns, it could be a little sketchy.
2: Yeah, it's slow slow and slow. And you're on it a few times. I mean, semis are flying down this thing and these are curves and turns and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, kissing sides of mountainsides and then the other sides a drop off. So not to scare anybody, but it is what it is. I mean, people drive that road every day and they're just fine. So just as long as you're slow and, uh, respectful of speeds and other people around you. So, um, but there's tons of, there's tons of hotels they're not fancy. I think there's one like Cheney Comfort Inn in URA. Um, but the others are like mom and pop, locally owned places to stay, cabins, um, some pet friendly. friendly. Everybody's yeah. friendly. Yeah. I mean, it's just locals. There's locals. So we're kind of impeding in their territory for a little bit. So just be respectful of them. Um, other than that, I mean, we grocery shopped. Where Did, did we grocery shop? In Montrose. Oh, yeah. Montrose is huge, right? It's it's good I size. I mean, there's, tar- there's, there's a Target. There's Walmart. Mm-hmm. There's um, all that stuff. So fear not on that. You know, that's...
0: Ridgeway has 30, a few cabins. 30 yeah.
2: minutes from your Yeah.
0: And then there's a KOA campground between Montrose and, and Ridgeway, if you decide to KOA
2: it. And you're close to Telluride.
0: And Silverton.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and again, would... if
0: my recommendation, go out the week before, spectate hard rock, hang out, enjoy some scenery around the San Juans, and then hammer down on your a it's fun. Uh, You
2: can also go to Telluride. I'm just going to side note this. You can go to Telluride. We brought our dog, and you can go on the gondolas with your dog and bring yeah. them all the way up and hike the mountains, and there's restaurants up there, and um, just kind of hang out there for the day if that's something you want to do. There's a river there, and... Um, just kind of hang out. It was super cool. I'd never been, but just for the dog people, if you want something to do, drive into Telluride and scope out their mountainsides. So another side note.
0: Chad, you got anything else? Any other perspectives you want to put um, on this race? We're going to be there yeah, in six really. weeks. What's one thing you're looking forward to
1: getting back um, and doing again? I'm really looking forward to this race. I think it's from a crewing standpoint, it's probably the, the easiest and most fun race I've ever crewed for. Um, but yeah, like you guys mentioned, I think the most special thing is just the community that shows up to the race. Uh, I'm a, I'm mostly, I'm a climber, so I spend most of my time climbing. And I think the only community I found comparable to the climbing community is like the ultra running community. And everybody who showed up to the, to your was, yeah, super friendly, super helpful. So I think that's honestly what I'm most excited for. It's just seeing the people. Nice. We'll probably see
0: some familiar faces.
2: I hope so. I don't know how many people like to do this twice. <sighs> Actually, you'd be surprised. I'm sure there's a handful of people that like to do this race. I know this is something you like to do every year now or plan on doing every year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I just mean, it's. You like
2: to geek out at Hard Rock the week before and then.
0: 100%. 100%. Complete <laughs> geek out. <laughs> hard Rock's so fun.
2: Yeah. And it's a, you know, Silverton, which you love. Love. Yeah. L-O-V-E. Um, All right. Well, oh, hold on. Hold the phone. I have one more thing to add. Room. There is also our runner lost his sunglasses and his, oh, we did an ice pack for you.
0: Because I lost
2: mine. Yeah. But that was something you had on this race, which was crucial, right? When Didn't did you? I have that? You had, remember, we, didn't we lose it? So we, so what I was, what I was getting at was there is like a sportsman. um, There's like a hardware store and a like sport outfitter store that has, you know, everything you kind of need. Sunglasses, jackets, Patagonia, all those kind of brand name stuff for you. Um, And then there's a nice hardware store. If you guys need something like just kind of. You know, it's kind of like an ace hardware. So anything you can think of in that sense, something for your car brakes or your tent brakes, something like that. So I think it's like Ura URA well, mountain
0: sports. Yeah, Ura
2: Mountain Sports. I went in there and got you a new pair of glasses and on we went. So that's also something to keep in mind if your runner forgets something and needs new socks or a new shirt. Um that's right on Main Street. Super easy, seven thirty two Main Street. So that's something I wanted to point out too. Okay. Yeah.
0: Perfect.
2: Yep. So, I think that's that's my two cents. That's what I remember. Shad. Um.
1: Yeah, I think. I don't know. I can't. Yeah, I think we covered everything. We covered it. I think the one thing we didn't we didn't Mm -hmm. mention was. I mean, I think
2: that
1: you can also crew for your runner at Silver Shield coming down off of Twin Peaks. Which we didn't end up doing, but that is also an option.
2: Yeah. You can crew there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That Silver Shields?
2: Yeah, why didn't we do that?
0: Well, I think I don't it's think four it's miles, that miles far. from
1: Silver Shields to Felon Park.
2: Was this after Chris? Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't we didn't well, think about it. For the
0: runner, it's twin peaks, and then you had left shil- Silver Shield and then you come back past the yep. Twin Peaks.
2: Did you did like you back. feel like we you needed someone there?
0: No, Twin uh Silver Silver Shields was a really great aid station that sat there for a few minutes. Um it was great. I mean I did I don't think you need crew there. But that's that's just me. Yeah.
2: Um yeah. Again, these are all experiences off our who are runners. Your runner, maybe, you know, needing something else and, at a different time and you know, at a different pace. So, again, this is just what we're experiencing off our runner. So, but I think this was all good information. So, um, I think that kind of wraps up.
0: And this is again going. End. This is kind of pulling out of the archives. We may have missed a couple things, but uh, we'll we'll do a follow up aftermath. Um,
2: your A pod
0: when we're uh
2: I think we nailed it. I think this is I mean, bouncing things off of Chad and I, I think that's great. I mean, coffee shops, tents, where to stay, things like that. It's perfect. It really wasn't hard. It's actually wonderful. Cool. So
0: excited to get back.
2: So yeah. Excited
0: to have you two down there.
2: All right. Pretty fun. Yeah. Onward and upper. We're yeah, gonna do thank it you.
0: again. Chad, thank you. It's yeah. Pretty fun. Thanks,
2: man. And uh, good luck to all those runners and crew. Good luck to the crew. Enjoy yourself because it's fun.
0: And uh, if anybody listening is going to be in your A for this race, say hi.
2: Yeah. We'll be Give a shout out. We got some downtime as you'll learn. So, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody.
0: All right, guys. Take care. Enjoy and uh, be safe out there. All right, everybody. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening to our reflection back on the 2022 running of the year a 100 and our experiences as crew and pacers, and also from my experience as the runner, we hope that you find this information valuable in your planning and your investigations on the upcoming potential running of the year a 100 until next time be safe out there. We'll talk to you soon.